Welcome back, lads and ladettes, to a very, very special episode 58. Yeah, man, I am pumped, me. I uh, I went out to London this weekend, dropped off some crank prize packs, went out and saw some of the winners, like saw my old roommates, and then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to have to pass Laurier on the way back on Sunday, and I have to drop off the crank prize packs anyway. So what is the point of stopping in here, wheeling home as fast as I can to sit at a computer and look at you when I just saw you an hour ago, like face to face. So I was like, you know what? Like you want to just record this episode together? Like first time in two years, dude, this is the, the reunion tour. Like we haven't (laughs) literally, we haven't recorded pod. Like you said, in two years, man, it's been, it's been long overdue but we made it. Yeah, we did. You made it to Waterloo after grueling. How long was the drive? Because it just, it's like a, obviously it's we're recording this on the sunday yeah comes out tomorrow but like if you're listening you know how much snow we got in waterloo yesterday. yeah so uh i was about to like i was planning on leaving london kind of around one got a little delayed like had some breakfast whatever before i left and uh looking to leave around 1 30 it says it'll take like an hour 15 to get here I'm like all right whatever no big deal like i'll get here around 2 30 2 45 see where i'm at yeah. like we'll be good start the drive I guess like Waze just doesn't account for the fact that you're probably not driving a hundred kilometers an hour when the <laughs> yeah. snow is like this. Yeah, like I was man. going maybe 70 and it took me just like over two hours to get here. Damn man. Yeah, it was it was hectic. <laughs> like sucks. You know those ones? And this is like something I kind of forgot about was even a thing is with being at school for the last four years, like you don't I don't drive in the winter. Like I didn't have a car at school, I didn't have anything. So you're just like I would occasionally take my buddy's car to like pick him up from class or drop somebody off at the gym or whatever. And like driving that isn't too bad. Like even the roads are usually cleared. Like you're taking a main road, taking it to the university. It's plowed. It's, it's iced, like whatever. It's not a big deal, but like you forget what it's like to drive in the winter. Yeah. You really take it for granted. I'd say. Yeah. But like, I don't know here, here I'm lucky. Like I have three of my roommates have cars. So right. we, we're never in short, like we're, we're never short of a vehicle. Right. We need it. We have it. But I guess the difference between Western and Lori is like anywhere you want to get is like a five minute walk max anywhere. On here? Campus. Yeah. Okay. Cause the school is like probably one city block. Right. So you never really have to drive, like grab a coffee. You can walk, walk to like uptown Waterloo in like five minutes, okay. walk to opposite end of campus, your furthest building five yeah. minutes away, like in any direction. So that's pretty sweet. But yeah, man, I don't know the car driving the winter. It's kind of, it's kind of weird because it's the same kind of thing. The very first Lads and Launchers episode, as we said before, was yeah. during a snowstorm. Yeah. And the reunion happens during a little during snowstorm. snowstorm yeah. So. It, it's fitting. It's yeah, fitting. It is fitting. But you know, like one thing I like really didn't think about, which is pretty key, is that when you're doing these drives in the snow, you almost just have like the death grip on the steering wheel. Oh my wheel. God. Yeah, and I forgot knuckles, about it. Like, yeah. Blood's drained from your hands. I'm like gripping on the steering wheel, just like staring over the wheel at the road the entire time. Like, yeah. and I just, you know, you hate it. <laughs> you <laughs> hate it. I have a funny story about uh, like driving through the snow and like just that death grip on the wheel. So like we had a new kid um, come in from Calgary to play with us in Elliott Lake. And okay. like, this is the type of organization it was. Like I had a blast, but like the coach goes, "Hey, like Figs, one of my buddies on the team he goes, you have a car. Can you pick up this new player at the airport?" No idea who this guy was. Like I'm like, "Yo, I'll go with him." Like because he's not gonna drive. It's two and a half hours to Sault Ste. Marie in a blizzard to pick up this guy at some like small airport. He's right. like a private like private plane. Yeah, yeah. From Calgary. Yeah. So we're driving two and a half hours to and from during like a absolute whiteout. Can't see anything. Like. 
couldn't even see a car if it was like five feet in front of you. Yeah. So we're both kind of like hunched over the dash, like looking at the, like looking out. We get in, it's this massive native dude, Lee J. Big boy. He's like, no idea what to expect. He comes into the car. He's like 6'5, 290, bro. No. Yeah. How and does this guy skate? He, he doesn't really need to. He's <laughs> okay. the net and, and fights guys. And okay. Okay. Pretty good shot. But yeah, so he picked him up. He gets in the back seat. Like, Hey, like, hey, man, like, how's it going? We go in, like, like, we have to pull over. Probably spend like 20 minutes on the side of the road hoping it clears over. It doesn't stop at some like, like that bad, that bad. Stop yeah. at like, we stop at a convenience store to get like snacks or something. <laughs> and like, everybody's looking at it's just the weirdest group of people you've ever seen in your life, like trudging in through the snow. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. That was such a wax. I hate driving in the winter. Yeah. It's scary. It it's is, honestly. Though. Like, I'm pretty confident with my driving stuff, but it's like, it's just unpredictable. No, it's not. You never really know. It's not. But uh, okay, let's get into it. So episode 58, we've been doing these player v player yes. um, matchups brought to us by Ben O'Callaghan to yep. start each episode. So episode 58, first one that came to my mind, I thought it was like really, really easy. Chris Letang. Yeah. Like legendary NHL player, probably going to go to the, the Hall of Fame, like just sick defenseman. And uh, I like was searching and searching for another 58. And then I came across Derek Thomas. And... Uh, He's just like this massive, I think he's a linebacker for the Kansas City Chiefs and Hall of Fame. He's in the Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, just sick NFL career. Never won a championship, but still. So we actually haven't even decided what the matchup is going to be. So like, let's let's break it down. Like, what do you what do you want to do today? What do you okay. want to line these two guys up with? Um, oh, that's a good question. I, just, I have something to say before we uh, get into it. Okay. So, you know how we were talking about Sergei Zubov um, yeah. and the, the chess match? And I'm like, man, those Russians are scary with chess. Like, yeah. I started watching the show called Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Yo, I'm watching that right it's now so with my parents. What? Yeah. It's really good. And two, like, they're talking about how, like, I didn't really understand what I was saying when I said I just assumed the Russians were good at chess. Yeah. And there's a whole emphasis on, like, how good how, the Russians are. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're talking, I'm, all I can think of is, like, Sergei Zubov, Sergei Zubov. Yeah. But yeah. So, Russians can confirm are good at chess. It's, it's funny, too, because it's like, the very first episode they're just like talking about how good the russian is yeah and, like it's the scary like the the girl is like a prodigy chess player and she's like not scared of anybody she's like 12 years old and she says the only person she's scared of is this russian guy yeah. <laughs> like yeah okay. okay uh okay so we've done a drinking challenge yeah we've done a chess match and we've done Best a table tennis table tennis series. yeah so what what do you want to do for this one? Oh, that's a tough one I don't know, man. Like I, um, we could do, I don't know. The snow's out. I think we got to do something winter related. Okay. Okay. Here, here. Who could build a better snowman? Okay. This is what I was going to say. I was thinking it's a timed challenge. You know, like when they have those chefs competitions and they have like an hour to create a dish. Okay. So times challenge, you have 45 minutes to build the best snowman possible. Okay. So they'll break it down like um, height, width, um, how good is the overall construction? Like, is it going to fall over or is it good to stand up? Uh, the smoothness of the of the snowballs, yeah, and then the detail put into it. Yeah, the little sticks for arms, like carrot nose or whatever. Yeah, the okay. the eyes, like scarf around the neck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like that's okay, like okay. key information. Okay, so that's good. So, okay, that's those are good categories to judge a snowman building competition off. Yeah. But before we get into it, yeah stats we need their heights yes. weights 
let's let's find out a little bit more about about Crystal Tang and Derek Thomas here. All right, so I'll break it down. I've been doing the last couple of years. I kind of enjoy doing it. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like the little uh, boxing intro. They're in their <laughs> own corners, getting ready to face off. So, like, I'm imagining these two guys are like on a line, just in this massive field. There's perfect packing snow oh, right now, God. actually. Yeah, I went for a walk this morning, and like, it's beautiful. Like, it's like an elementary school where the one goes like packing snow. Packing <laughs> yeah, snow. yeah. Gets so fired up. We were like trying to hit street signs or snowballs. Like, yeah. But yeah, man, excellent packing snow there today. All right, so here we go. Let's break it down. Our first competitor, he plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins, a, a defenseman standing at six foot, 200 pounds, a two-time world junior champion, drafted in the third round, number 62 overall in the NHL. He's a three-time Stanley Cup champion, and in 808 NHL games played, he's amassed 537 points. Our first competitor, Chris Letang. Facing off against Chris Letang in the snowman building competition, we have Pro Football Hall of Fame member standing at 6'3, 243 pounds. He played in the NFL for 10 years, picked up nine Pro Bowl games. He holds the record for most sacks in a single game with seven, the fourth overall pick. He has no Super Bowls, as we mentioned before, but he did pick up an NFL Man of the Year, our second competitor. Derek Thomas. Yeah, man, what a rig this guy is. 6'3", 255. Yeah. Good bills for for rolling those big base snowballs at the, at the bottom of your snowman. Yeah. So, okay, so here we here I'm thinking, which like, it, it's it's like an interesting breakdown because every time I think of one thing that one guy could do better than the other, yeah. I kind of think that maybe it would be more of an equal advantage than we really think. Like, in a snowman building competition, you're probably not having to go that far. No, no. And then you're like, I'm picturing them in a big open field, like a, like a literal schoolyard. School, yeah, school They've just uh, untouched snow. It's oh, perfect glorious. just after a snowfall, yeah, yeah, like yeah. wet and sticky snow. So the way I'm kind of seeing it is I think Derek Thomas takes this one. And here's why. Playing in the NFL, the amount of games they pick up playing in the snow. That's true. Is a lot more than I think we would really think is normal. Yeah. Like, this guy is probably so good in the snow. He's a linebacker. He's all his whole career was based around getting to the quarterback. So he's quick on his feet and he is adept to playing in those adverse conditions. Yeah. Like it's snowing, it's raining, it's slippery, there's mud all over the field. And this guy's feet, like he's so dialed in and, and able to move so well. I'm thinking he can just get through the snow. He's gonna be good with his hands because you know how they like yeah, in the blind them. side when they're doing all those moves where he's like moving his hands around, like yeah. pushing guys and like yeah. doing all that stuff. Like I'm thinking yeah, he's, by the tits. Yeah, like I'm thinking he's gonna be so good at like just getting in there and grabbing the snow and like rolling it up. So I kind of think like there's not really specific skills that either of these guys are going to necessarily bring for the detail orientation. Yeah. And I think that the actual composition of the snowman is the biggest priority here. And I think Derek Thomas is going to be able to knock out building it in the quickest amount of time, which will leave him the time after the fact to smooth it to out, smooth it okay, out okay. and detail it. Okay. Um, those are all good points. Okay. I'm going to go with Chris Letang. And the reason, fuck man, I'm a horrible human being. <laughs> uh, the reason I'm picking um, Crystal Tang over Derek Thomas is because Derek Thomas passed away in 2000. R.I.P. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> 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 fuck. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it to Crystal Tang. 
Um, D- Derek Thomas, man. That's a technicality. <laughs> it's a technicality. Let's assume they're both in their prime of their careers. Okay. Yes. Run it back. <laughs> Reel it in. Shows up. Where, where is he? Fuck, man. He's late. Boise's late. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, both in the prime of their careers. Yeah. I'm still going crystal tank, bro. I'm going crystal tank all day long. I think uh, he's just more of a finesse guy. Okay. He's more of a skill guy. And, like, Derek Thomas, he, he, you know what? He, he raised valuable points about, about how quick he can, like, navigate his way through the snow and build this. Got to gain composure here. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Crystal Tang, finesse guy. Um, he's got that Quebecois factor that we talked about earlier. That's true. That's true. He's it's probably just, spent his whole life building yeah, snowmen. I know, man. It's hard to bet against somebody from Quebec. Like, yeah. I feel like they build a lot of those snowmen out there. Yeah. So, I would agree. <laughs> just like experience alone. Yeah, he's sta- he's standing out. Experience alone. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Crystal Tang. Okay. Fair enough. I don't. I don't really have anything to challenge you on. I think this one might have to be a draw because I don't think I can swing to your side. I think I'm sticking to my points and I think that Derek Thomas is still winning this one, but that is a valid point of the experience (laughs) factor. (laughs) (laughs) No primes of their career, man. He's still still here. Yeah. 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 So I'm still, I'm still rocking with, yeah. With Derek Thomas. All right. That's, that's the, that's the first time I think that we, we've like, we're on opposite. Yeah. Yeah. We, we'll call it a draw. We'll yeah, call we'll call it a draw. draw. And nice. if anybody has any input and you want to like be the swing vote, yeah, we, we could always use a swing vote here. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. I, I love these things, man. It's fun. It is fun. It is fun. And I, you never really like, I don't know. They're just weird. You never talk about this shit. Like, I don't know. It's, it's cool to place different athletes in different sports because there's always those conversations like who's the best athlete ever, right. regardless of sport. Right. But I think it's, it's just a neat little spin on that. Because yeah. it's taking all the athletic ability or just like, made up personal traits that you assume these people have yeah based on how they played the game yes so yeah i, I like these man we got to keep doing them for the, for the foreseeable future yeah all right um i was driving out here obviously and in the snow um i was thinking like you know what it's a good it's a good time to throw on some christmas tracks oh. right like it's we're nearing christmas we're nearing I guess we're kind of nearing Christmas. We're more so nearing December, but I feel like the whole month of December is honestly just Christmas. Yeah. Like the month itself kind of just takes on the form of Christmas. Yeah. It's like how in uh, October, it's like October one spooky oh, season, spooky. <laughs> right? Like just bang spooky season. So November is a weird month. It is. It's just like a weird crossover. Like we don't have Thanksgiving. Americans have their Thanksgiving, but like everything kind of just, it's like a lull. Yeah. You know, you're, you have Thanksgiving, Halloween, nothing, bang, Christmas. So you're like anticipate, you're like Halloween hangover and then also anticipating Christmas. So it's like that weird buildup. And then you just get weird weather. Like earlier this week, it was, it almost hit 20 degrees and now it's a snowstorm. There's like six inches of snow on the ground. It's nuts. Yeah. So it's whack. Like, how do you anticipate this? But what I, what I was thinking is like, I was listening to the Christmas music and obviously my favorite Christmas album comes on Michael Bublé Christmas, oh, the special deluxe version. Beautiful album. And I was thinking how jealous I am of Michael Bublé's voice. And, oh, and here's God. why, like guys like Justin Bieber, um, like he belts it out, yeah. right? Like he gets on there and just lets it fly. Like you can tell he's like putting some effort into that. 
Michael Bublé when he sings, it almost feels just like his talking voice. I know, but just he's just such a smooth like guy with anything he does. Like yeah, he just like he speaks melodically. Yeah, that deep voice and like he's just it's just so smooth. Like I, if I could have anyone's like singing voice, I think. Obviously, there's some like you you go with like I I could put it in the same category as like Frank Sinatra. I feel like yeah, he's very he's like similar. A crooner. He's gonna yeah, he's like a lounge singer. Almost. But I think like Michael Bublé because it would just be so transferable to like radio, being yeah. on TV, um, hosting a podcast, and yeah, then just could, being able to sing. Anything. Be in those like bubbly commercials. Yeah, <laughs> bubbly commercials. <laughs> Michael Bubbly. Yeah, Michael Bubbly. Dude, I agree. I think Michael Bublé is like probably the coolest guy ever. Walks around like his like nice nice ass suits all the time. Yeah, like, he's just and everybody like he's got something for everyone. Yes, literally something for everyone. Like you can see like your grandparents wouldn't probably never listen to Justin Bieber. Yeah, because his voice is like I mean he's got a good voice. Don't get me wrong, but it's like the style of music he sings and like sometimes like how he sings it like it's just like maybe too loud or like aggressive for right. some people. Whereas Michael Bublé is just so transferable in anything. Yeah, everyone he's can enjoy. He's a he's a musical chameleon. Yeah, he is. He really he's, is. He's he's, un- he's unbelievable. Yeah, one factor th- two I was thinking about is like you know how we talked about being able to play an instrument or being able to sing. I feel like that's been like a big yeah. conversation piece yes. between us. But the singing thing is like you know when you're in the car and you're yeah. singing and you have like other people and like you eat, you go to the extent of like you try really hard because it's like funnier like if you can't sing. Yeah. And it's like oh you're like actually giving her, but like everyone knows like you can't sing. Like yeah, I can't sing for shit, right? Like yeah. But you're just having a good time belting it out. Whereas I feel like if you could sing like Michael Bublé, you don't come across as someone who's trying hard to no, sing. Man, you're you're just, just singing. You're just singing. And everyone's like holy shit like shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Like <laughs> let him sing. Let him go. It's like have you seen those TikTok videos where it's like they're like in the car with a bunch of their buddies and it's like oh my friends are hearing me sing for the first time and they'll play a song on the radio and then like out of nowhere one of the friends will start belting and I was like, oh yes oh, like, yeah like, yeah what he's doing that and yeah. sometimes they'll like fake audios over top of it <laughs> yeah yeah but man imagine doing that it was like michael buble voice like i don't even i wouldn't even know what to no. take some rap song you start singing along in like a michael buble <laughs> voice yeah that, that's impressive though yeah that's something that you can sing quietly you can sing like to yourself yeah if I if my roommates upstairs like if one of them was a singer and had that voice I'd like I would I'd just be like yo keep playing that's dope I would ask them to sing all the time yeah honestly I would too it'd get annoying how much I'd ask them to sing yeah I'd be, I'd be like, like yeah shut up what was that one you sang yesterday yeah I'd do that again yeah like let's hear it again your let's hear it. run it back <laughs> like you're like calling people over you're like yeah. he's gonna do it again he's gonna do it <laughs> yeah but yeah I just feel like it's so good because you just don't have to try yeah like you can just sing and you're just so good at it that that makes me like I think uh, they kind of like brings up some like a, or not a debate there's like some kind of question that one of my buddies Braden Gottschalk asked me this he goes if you could be anybody past or present um like just be and be them okay who would you be because you're talking about co- the, just the coolness factor of Michael Bublé you brought up Frank Sinatra which, which would be a, a pretty solid pick in my opinion if like I would want to be Frank Sinatra that's probably mine oh, I think damn. anybody <sighs> past or present regard like anybody I'd almost have to go with Sinatra too, just because like, that's kind of where I was thinking until you, you said it is like, he has that Buble voice, but I feel like he was more of a, like a rock star Dude, he was and like lived that the, the rock cool, star yeah. life. And like, like the thing is, there's no physical like demand really. Like you can kind of show up and if you're a good singer, you're a good singer. Yeah. So there's really no burden of like, despite the travel and like the appearances you got to yeah. maintain. 
but like you show up and everybody like knows you walk into a room. You're just the coolest dude ever. Man. Yeah. He's like the closest thing to like James Bond in real life. <laughs> yeah. He's saying, seriously. He just, like, walks into suit, gets like, a little cocktail or whatever, hangs yeah. out at the bar, goes up, sings his songs. Yeah. Doesn't even have to scream or anything, just sings. Yeah. Let's it go. And yeah, I, I think Sinatra is a huge pick, the bar. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, yeah. Why, what's not to love about that? Yeah. You're living the dream at that point. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For Sinatra's good pick. Sinatra is he a is a good pick. pick. Um, here's another music question I have for you, like musically related, I guess. So, uh, one of my friends, like over this weekend, um, played whistle by Flo Rida. Oh, and you know how at the beginning of the song, it's like, yeah, like that. So I was thinking, have you ever like actually met somebody who's like good enough at whistling that you just like, don't mind or like it's good and you like want them to keep going because i feel like whistling is one of those things where people just get annoyed and they're like yo this guy's whistling like, shut up yeah where, right like, like dude, knock it off yeah but like i've never really come across someone who i'm like damn this guy's good at whistling like keep going man like you, you know I, I honestly have one person in my life who i could whist- listen to whist- like listen to whistling all day my dad bro really such a good whistler it's Incredible. it's so interesting. There could like, be, like he could like whistle along to like a classical music song, and he gets all the beats and like all the little like changes yeah. and stuff. He's just so dynamic with his whistling that it's like, damn, like keep going, man. Yeah, good it, for you. It is. I feel like it would be pretty cool. Like I haven't really. I'm, I'm gonna have to come over and get your yeah, dad to just but, whistle. Yeah, hey, can whistle for me? <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, that like it's weird to not be able to whistle. I know a handful of people who just can't whistle at all. Right, and I don't think it's that tough to like learn. No. Like I can whistle, I just don't think I'm like good at whistling, yeah. right? Like, yeah. The one thing about that song, though, that whistle song by Flo Rida, isn't it? Like, literally about oral sex, man. Yeah, it's, like, it's on the radio, and people like mothers and daughters and little boys are listening to this car like jamming out. And, like, <laughs> yeah, Flo Rida's talking about all this nonsense. Like, come on, man. That's there's some weird songs on the radio. There really is. Yeah, I haven't listened to like top forty, like ninety nine nine, ninety two five. You know what's actually kind of funny? I uh, remember when we broke down uh, WAP. Yes. by Cardi B and yes. Megan Stallion. So I heard on the radio they did the clean version. That's the clean version is worse. I yeah, it's it's so whack and like they change uh wet ass pussy to wet and gushy. That's way way, <laughs> way more vulgar in my opinion. It's like it's so funny to hear them be like wet and gushy on the radio. What the hell? Because all the concepts and all the lyrics of the song are pretty much the same. Like they don't change anything else, and then it's just wet and gushy. It was like, like wait, ew, what? Yeah, it like makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, like, dude, I would not like I, if that song came on in the car. Like when I was younger, let's say the when when Wild Ones by whatever was it Flow Rider Two. Uh, Sia, maybe? I feel like probably maybe that guy had yeah. bangers but if it was like during that like driving to hockey practice with my dad or driving to a game getting fired up and then that song came on like we just look at each other and we're like what the yeah, hell this is weird this, <laughs> this is weird. like really uncomfortable right now but yeah a clean version of, of uh WAP is just the worst it's so weird more creative with the, the like the word replacement yeah no no you're not they're not it's also Cardi B and Magnus Sally yeah, so like better. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the writers like whoever like came up with that like alternative clean version be better guys yeah be better <laughs> yeah that's that's just, are... that's the be better for this episode yeah like, like damn that's bad yeah um all right we're sitting here and actually you want to tell us like you tell everyone where we're sitting yeah, right now i feel like we should have brought this up way earlier yeah um it looks like the casting couch which i brought up to you before <laughs> yeah. the episode started yeah you know you know uh but we're actually in reed mckinnis's bedroom right now yeah this guy has an absolute pad of a room yeah you come in the guy's got a walk-in closet this couch we're sitting on a chair right across from us, uh, two desks, like a TV with like a swivel mount, 
another monitor for like gaming this guy he has it all yeah some sick jerseys hanging up like it's it's a nice pad but full basically floor to ceiling windows on one half of his uh yeah that is pretty cool because i like i always just assumed you guys you were in like the basement yeah which i guess like technically you are but reed set up here like this guy literally has like we're looking at basically a floor to ceiling window facing out the front of your house and it's just so sick like you're in the basement but you're not you're looking right out into the driveway and you can see yeah. all the cars like right yeah. out there and we have our own entrance way just from the driveway you can come down really? to the laundry room okay i noticed that there was like yeah. that that access there that's pretty cool um but looking around reed has some pringles cans in here yes and yes. you kind of brought up to me before the episode that you got into a debate this weekend i did about chips so it was late last night like really late yeah uh, and we were sitting there and we were talking about, um, like chips. Cause like my buddy Caleb came up and he had, uh, like just a bag of like, I don't know, those like jalapeno Cheetos. Okay. And somebody's like, wait, you'd get Cheetos before like a bag of chips. Like what? That's kind of weird. And everybody's like kind of talking about that. And then we we're talking about best chips and one chip that I, so we talked about it earlier, crispers. I'm like, Oh, what's, what's up crispy and the stupid nickname <laughs> yeah, based yeah. on what you like. Yeah. I think like crispers just for, for the sake of this argument. I asked my roommates to rank the crispers flavors in terms of like where they would would fit them. And, and I have more to the argument. I want to see what your response is to that though. Okay. Your crisper flavor rankings. Um, okay, so I think for me, number one on the crisper ranking would be the salt and vinegar. Really? See, yeah. That was a that was a popular answer in, in yeah. my house as well. And then a very, very, very close second would be cool ranch. Yeah good ship and then i'd probably and like the thing is when i'm ranking these like i could eat all of them like yeah, i don't no, dislike no, there's these. no there's no bad flavor of crisp. so like barbecue yeah and then i'm pretty sure they have an all dress right yeah, they do the all dress is pretty good too. so like those that three four is like very swappable yeah. yeah um and then they're also just close to one and two like i wouldn't put them that far down but i think that would probably be my order yeah i see i i respect that answer I'm gonna I'm gonna differ from you a little bit, and okay. I have like a reason that backs it up. Okay, like, I go barbecue number one. Yeah, love barbecue crispers. Number two would probably be ranch, so that's that's the same. Yeah. Number three, all dressed, and number four, salt and vinegar. Mm. So uh, we basically are ones and fours swapped, or yeah. one and three swapped. Yeah. But the reason I have salt and vinegar ranked so low, although crispers they make a mean salt and vinegar chip, but in terms of salt and vinegar snacks as a whole. You got to go Miss Vicky's over cri- of salt and vinegar crispers. Oh, 100%. Right? That's, 100%. That's why I have barbecue number one, because there's not many barbecue sn- chips out there that are better than barbecue crispers, but there are other snack alternatives that have a better salt and vinegar flavor mm, than crispers. That's valid. That's valid. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. Man. I put a lot of thought into this. I was just going, I guess, strictly off of the um ranking of crispers yeah. like i hadn't factored in the other ones but i think that that's a valid argument like that's a like, i'm getting salt and vinegar anything it's gonna be salt and vinegar salt, miss yeah vicky's. miss vicky's yeah like you go to subway and you get oh a combo yeah miss vicky's salt and vinegar thank yeah, you miss vicky's salt and vinegar sometimes they'll mix it up and go with the the sun chips i don't know oh what it is. yes subway sun chips just like it fits the meal better i'd say like it's like a mcdonald's sprite yeah <laughs> oh my god dude mcdonald's sprite is acid man yeah it is but it's so good <laughs> it is it's, it's almost like a hangover cure yeah, like they know it they it did it on purpose yeah you literally take one sip you're like <laughs> yeah, you're it's like smelling salts yeah, yeah it gets you right away man. yeah but yeah that's actually a good point uh i like being able to swap that salt and vinegar with like the miss vicky's oh 
man. It's, they're yeah. tough to beat. Nothing beats Ms. Vicky's salt and vinegar yeah. chips. And then we were talking about plain chips. Like, how how would you rank like your plain chips? Like Lay's, Ruffles, Old Old Dutch, the Halloween <laughs> chip. Like, <laughs> um, okay. Plain chips, I think number one is just Ruffles. I think it's got to be two. Yeah, like I don't. Does Lay's even have plain chip? I think their plain chip is a little more salt and vinegary, but I think it's still classified. It's like lightly salted or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. I think that is the plain. Like in the yellow bags. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. Still, yeah. I forgot about they this. They still have flavor. As soon as you said the yellow bag. Yeah. Yeah. Right in my head. Um. Yeah. No, I think Ruffles number one, and then, like, I just Ruffles though. The thing is, you can get that uh, hell of a good. Dip. Bro, that's why I have Ruffles at the top of my list. Because <laughs> yeah. the French onion, hell of a good oh. dip. If you haven't heavenly. tried it, try it. It's so good. It's heavenly. Go to like any convenience store anywhere. Yeah. Literally anywhere. At Longo's and Markham, they have them. And they probably a million other places. Yeah. You get that big tub of, of French onion dip. Yeah. All of a good. Oh, Ruffles also God. came out with their own Did French they? onion. Yeah. It's, it's in a jar. That's it's in a glass lame. jar. That's lame. You yeah. got to open up the lid. It's like a little sour cream container almost. Yes. Yeah. Open up the lid and you just dip it right in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's unbeatable, and it really is. It's it's that combo in itself. I will get plain ruffles and a hell of a good dip over probably like ninety percent of flavored chips out there. Really, I, I just love that so much. I can sit there and muck a whole tub of dip. Yeah, sitting. It, it is so good. <laughs> it's it's dangerous. such a good combo. It's such a good combo. But yeah, ruffles number one, Lay's number two. Like I probably just wouldn't even ever get regular no, <laughs> Lay's honestly. No, 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 no. Um, and then it's a Halloween chip. I wouldn't even touch any other kind of like plain old chip Dutch, at that point. Like, no, I don't no. want to hear old Dutch again. Like I'm just, we're boycotting old Dutch on this podcast. This, yeah. We have no, no association with them whatsoever. Yeah. No, it's not good. That's not brutal. Yeah. Brutal chip. Um, and then was it, wasn't there another chip, uh, conversation? I think, Oh, let me see. I, there might've been, there might have been because like, I think it was like flavor things. favorite flavor, right? Ooh, was we, that was that what you were the best chip of all time? So you oh, have okay. the crisper rankings, best plain chip, and now we just have your goat chip. Okay, I think. Okay, so here's here's mine. Uh, but then I'm gonna give you an off the board one. Okay, which is like you have to go to like a specific place to get them or store to get them. Wow. Well, like three knock three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's it's the like password? Swordfish. No, no. Like it's in a, it's in a chain store. It's just like only specific ones have only like specific, the specific chain has them is. So my number one is probably all ruffles, all dressed. So good. I just love a bag of ruffles, all dressed. Like you don't chef. need that hell of a good dip with it, which still love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah. we'll go back. It's always an option, but you just you can just sit down and crush a bag of Ruffles All Dress yeah. and just not even realize. Oh, but here's my like off the board. So I think it's President's Choice. They have these. They come in white bags, loaded or lots of whatever. Have you? Oh yeah, and they're so good. There's all loads of All Dress. Is that yeah? The, yeah the, so there's oh. loads of All Dress. They have like uh, buffalo and blue cheese chip. Yeah. Um, there's like a poutine chip, and I wouldn't like you. Do you remember when Lay's came out with the poutine chips and stuff? The yes. ones, like I didn't really like them. Like I yeah. didn't really go. I didn't pack them that much. But when I got these poutine chips from the President's Choice, because the thing is, they're cut like ruffles. They are, and then they've the got that ridges. thick crunch. Oh my god! And then the flavoring on top of them, the season like seasoning. They I don't. Guess, they I don't. Really chins, they don't chins up. No, it's loaded. 
and they're so good. Like there's sour cream and onion, dill pickle, uh, like all different kinds. And any one of those I can go with, but I think my number one of those would be the Buffalo and blue cheese. Like it's a little bit, uh, spicy, but just enough that it's like, it doesn't bother you. And it's, you can eat a whole bag of those uh, as well see that like i would have never thought of the president's choice loads of series yeah. chips but like i i agree man i think those now that you brought them up those are probably sitting firmly at my number one good best chip you think because they're so underrated they're so underappreciated yeah. not many people know about them but no. if you see a bag of that such a pleasant surprise it's like oh, going yeah. into somebody's house and seeing they have chicago mixed popcorn yeah that, yeah it's like oh my god like right on man you know yeah. what's up chicago mixes dope loads of all dressed incredible blue cheese uh and there's also like ba- like ribs ones yeah. and wi- like different kinds of wings but they do them well like yeah you they think, do. You usually see those like flavored weird like flavored ones and you're like oh like yeah they're probably know. not gonna be great yeah but they're they're good they're they have, really they're, whoever good. their flavor guy is at yeah. the president's choice like dude hey he's, he's doing he it right. a raise man he's doing it right <laughs> now that guy is the real deal yeah um okay last episode we talked about like our fi- our favorite youtube videos that yes. we used to watch when we were kids um one that was i we forgot about which my dad brought up to me after the episode is charlie bit my finger oh my god Do you, you remember that yeah one? of course that was like probably the og viral video yeah charlie bit my finger does that really hurt charlie yeah, yeah man. that really hurt these these two little boys like if you you know the video i don't even know why we're gonna explain it to you basically baby bites the kid's finger yeah says ouch that really hurts and like he's kids laughing along and his brother's like crying and it's like I don't think that would go viral now, but I saw recently that they like got together and like this is us now, and I don't know if there's any truth to that or just like people being like just internet trolls. Yeah, yeah, but man, like they're like not. That's I. You keep on forgetting how like, old it is. Yeah, it, it was, is. It was, like, it's, Fourteen years ago or something yeah, like that. Like, like, Part of me. T- it was a while ago. It I. It is also kind of funny to like sit and think about how long ago something was yeah. and like just like realize yeah how long it's been and like something that was 14 years ago we would have been eight years old i know which is old enough to like be conscious and aware of like what's going on and like remember these things yeah right like you're in elementary school you're like loving these trends and shit and then it's like whoa wait a minute we're 22 years old yeah that's so what what happened yeah that's that's it was just a weird thing to like see these kids being like this is us now and yeah you kind of forget people have lives too it's like damn like i'm you're so when you're like invested in like what you got going on at that moment like yeah you're like, holy fuck, it's a weird, a weird feeling. Everybody has a really intricate life away yeah. from you, and you're going through the same shit. It's whack. But I was like, on that same kind of trend, I was watching, um, well, I am watching Boy Meets World. Did you ever see that show? No, I haven't watched it. Bro, it's like, honestly, an incredible show. Like, the, yeah. I would consider it one of the best kids' shows of all time. It's with okay. Topanga is like, I feel like 90% of like guys' first crushes when they were watching that show. Like, <laughs> okay. It's a little cutie. But we, we were kind of curious. So we, we Googled the cast. And like the the teacher, just one example. The teacher's like ninety years old now. Really? And it's like holy shit. Yeah, like, you don't realize. Well, it came out. It, the show came out like first year in nineteen ninety three or something right. before I was born. But like, it, dude, it's so weird because I still remember like the daughter was like still young when I was watching it, even though I was like probably younger than her in real life. Right. Right. And now I like I searched the daughter's name. Like she's literally 
maybe four or five years old in the show and she's like 30 sec like it's like pardon yeah. what it is funny too when you like search some of those people and you kind of like trace it back to how old they were portrayed in the show and yeah. how old they are now and then you think about how old they actually were when they were playing that character how many times have you seen like someone who was playing a high school kid like a grade nine like uh early high school or like late elementary school and you're like oh yeah they would have been in comparison 13 14 15 but in re real life like that person who played that character was like 20 dude they're playing I, a 13 year old take this like, in okay, you know hannah montana yeah do you know the brother jackson yes yes so he was how, how old do you think he was supposed to be in the show i don't know like 17 18 i feel like i don't know okay so okay that's fair probably like by the end he was probably that old like i feel like he was in high school during it oh for sure yeah right. he, was, he was probably like when the show first started for like 15 16 and then yeah, yeah. You know how old he was when he took on that role? Guess, oh, guess. Like, let me say like 31 or something. 29, bro. Oh how do you look like, how do you even look like that at 29? Yeah, just a baby face assassin. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Holy crap. Yeah. This guy's got like 13-year-old girls crushing on him watching <laughs> Disney Channel. He's 29. And then he's 29. That's insane. That's nuts. I like saw that on Twitter or something yesterday. And I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. It is great. Like, it's it's weird. To see but that yeah, side. and then there's some like really weird ones too. Like I watched Spider-Man One recently, okay. and all the kids who are supposed to be in like high school are all like just grown ass men. And it's <laughs> yeah. weird. And then like the teacher comes over to when they're in the little lab looking at all the spiders, and he's like, like, stop talking. Like one last another person who says another word, like I'll be like forced to go home. And the guy came comes and their teacher like looks way younger than any of the like the high school students. Yeah. And I remember I watching those shows when I was in elementary school thinking about like holy shit, when I get to high school, like, I'm going to be, like, I was tiny, but I was like, I'm going to be so out of place here. But it's because all the high school kids are, are 34. Bro. Yeah, and they're, like, these huge shredded guys and, like, just, they have full beards. Like, there were guys with full beards in high school. Like, don't get me wrong. Not like but, that, like, though. not like that. Like, they were grown-ass men. And I'm sitting there. When I started grade nine, I was five foot, 95 pounds. Really? Yeah. Five foot ninety five, man. What was I? Because I was always like just a string bean. I think I was, like five eight, a buck twenty. I might not have even been five feet, honestly. Really? Yeah. I but the thing is, like, I never like, I never like considered you to be like the smallest guy at school by any means. Right. I was I was pretty small. The thing is, though, we started the beginning of August. Yeah. Which is like a month and like a week earlier than most other that's schools true. so even in that time it's like that little bit earlier of uh, yeah you're not quite you're younger yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah had it been a week later when normal september start would have been six never one, know. <laughs> yeah never know yeah. yeah but yeah it's it's weird like you're i'm sitting there thinking like man i'm gonna get there i'm gonna be so out of place yeah. like i can't what am i gonna do yeah holy christ i remember like my first day of bill crowley's man my little Adidas shorts and the, yeah, and the, the uniform just so ready to go. My mom made me take a picture in front of the tree in our yard. Yeah, bro, that seems like forever ago. Yeah, but it doesn't at the same time. I know Damn. it, but like, well, I guess just over well, almost nine years ago, started Yo, high school. Bro, that's so crazy. Nine years started high school. That's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. It was so funny because obviously, like, you went to we all went to high school together. Yeah, and then Reed, my roommate, when we went to high school with as well, and he's like. Philly comes down. He's like, oh, like, what's the Wi-Fi password? And I'm not to outreads Wi-Fi. Not that anybody's going to be hacking it, but he's like, it's like our school. And then the year we were born, he's like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. And like, hey, can I hop on the Wi-Fi here? He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Tells me the password. I'm like, 
what? It's <laughs> <laughs> a fake video. <laughs> yeah, like, no. Where's the camera? It's yeah, a prank. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny though. Nine years ago, man. Time flies. Time flies. Well, it's like even like going up and seeing my buddies. Um, like they're all in fifth year. And I'm just sitting there thinking like all of these guys here. And it's it's like funny when you get to university because all the timelines are all different. Like yeah. you started university two years after I did. Yeah. So you're you started with the 2000s. I did. Right? Live in like, residence with them. You you like get to school and it's I feel like in high school it's like very you're very aware of like how much younger these people are than you. Like you're in grade 12 and someone who's in grade 10 is like a child. Yeah. Like you're a child, but they're more. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like oh yeah, you're so young, but then you get to university and you're like we're all the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we're all the same and and yeah, there there don't get me wrong, there still are people who are like yo like well, there's still people I notice where they're just like you can just tell they're younger. Yeah. Based on just like how they act and like, yeah, yeah. And there's always that like kind of like separation. But yeah, and you, everybody's the fucking same, man. Yeah. Everybody's the same. And like it's just weird if like people like even now, like with relationships and stuff, especially at our age, it's like like we like people are more concerned about it. And like if, if, but the same age gap, like five years from now, it'd be like people will like, yeah. chuckle and be like, Yeah, why even like why is this an issue? Why are you bringing this up to me? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny though. Like it's yeah. just you you don't even realize. Like we're sitting there. I'm like, oh, these guys are all in fifth year. Like you're a year past where everyone else, like in university, technically is. Like if you were to go to the bar, I was almost like comparing almost like you to them. And it was like if they were to go to the bar, like it's almost like oh, they're old because they're in fifth year and everyone else is like younger. But like I think about you and like I'm a fifth year in third year, right? It's, no. And it's like it's not different at all. Like, no, it's really no. Not. And like you're out there partying, like just enjoying your university on the same university path. Yeah, but you're just like a little bit older, just based on when you started. And like yeah. lots of people take a year, maybe two years off, and like then go to university or whatever. So it's like university just kind of is a widespread of ages. Yeah. And See just, the the one time I did like I noticed really like heavily that like the age gap was when I was living in residence in first year. Right. Because that was like, I had already had some time away from home at that point. Yeah. Lived on my own, did that thing. And then I came to school and I was like, not like, I wasn't a full grown man by any means, but I was like kind of more independent and like had right. my own kind of like sense of like th- how it's going to be like living on my own again. Yeah. And then some people would come in fresh out of high school and then be looking to fire all the time. Like, first <laughs> yeah, first yeah. time away from mom and dad, like never done laundry by themselves before. Yeah. And then at, at that point I was like, okay, like, yo, these, these people are young as shit. Yeah. But I think hockey is like another thing too. Like when, as a hockey player, like did you ever feel like older than your classmates in a way, like than the ones who didn't play hockey, or like felt like more like socially mature? Yeah, in a way, because it was like you would leave school and go, and like you had more responsibilities almost than like the people who didn't play sports or didn't have after school stuff. Yeah. So you were like already adept to like balancing schedules and being on timelines and making sure homework and assignments and stuff was done on time. And then you go and like, you're in a different social setting. You're being around all these other people experiencing all different kinds of like different characters yeah. that come in and out of the dressing room, handling like dressing room situations and stuff. Yeah. I feel like you just realize like how to handle people that you don't like, I don't know. You're not on like the exact same page with all the time. Like you understand like how to handle that. Yeah. And then like you go back to school and it's like, I don't know. It's not like everyone else is like, nobody's like different or any kind of mean. It's, it was just like, yeah, like you, you do feel almost like a little more, I don't know if mature is the right word, but like, you know, you're, you're like more able to like handle situations in some ways. 
Yeah, that's pretty crazy, man. Damn. I still can't get over the 90 years ago thing, though. Yeah, starting high school 90 years ago. I look myself in the mirror, splash some water. Like, yeah. where, where the hell did the time go? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's wild. It's wild, <sighs> bro. honestly. And then even, too, you think about, like, we are 98s. Yeah. And saying you're a 98 and you were born, like, sometime, anytime in the 90s is, like, funny to compare or, like, contrast to, like, oh, you are born in 2000. Or like think about like my sisters are two thousand and ones. And like there and, was that, tr- and, there was that yeah. trend on TikTok where it's like that's a compound sentence. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and it's like, wait and. a minute, like I'm just nineteen ninety-eight, like I'm a ninety-eight. And, oh, you're an O one? Like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> you're dude, an O two. I always thought it was the weirdest thing where it's like you I for some reason this is my frame of reference, but I remember going to the rank and seeing all like the weird dressing room placement where your team was and like yeah what team it was like the like minor midget like 1998 reps yeah or whatever in, in this room and then there was like during summer tournaments it was like oh four pro hockey or whatever and i go into the thing and i'd look at the board at like westwood arena and like oh fours man like that's so young yeah but now it's like on tiktok and stuff it's like yeah like this is only for people like born between like 2008 and 2010 yeah like, and i'm like sorry what <laughs> yeah pardon yeah like hold on like in my mind people aren't born after like 2005 <laughs> yeah, like, ba- babies born after 2005 don't exist. Yeah, they're just not real. No, they're fake. They're fake people. Um, and then the other thing too would be like, think about the kids getting drafted to the NBA and like the NHL and stuff now. How young they are. Yeah, and you're like, Whoa. but then, then you, you're like, wow, that's so young. And you you see them, you're like, okay, it's all good, man. My bad. Like they're just they're all way look way older than I do. Yeah, it's like dude, like you said, you came into university or came into high school at five foot whatever. These guys came into high school at like six ten, two seventy five. Yeah, they're just monsters. Of yeah, and it's like sorry, what this guy's six years younger than me, but he looks like he's like twenty years older. Yeah, he could throw me around. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. That's nuts. It is. It's pretty crazy right now. I mean, we're still like, well, guys our age and younger are like slowly making rosters in pro sports. Yeah. But it's gonna be so weird watching like pro sports. And I kind of understand why dads are like, yeah, could have gone. Could have been me if it wasn't for my bum leg or whatever. Yeah. Because like you, like everybody in the league is younger than you. Yeah. And you're like, it's a weird feeling. We're like, because you grew up watching all these guys, and then you get to the point where it's like, it's your your draft year or whatever comes along, and it's like, wow, like. I remember watching the draft growing up thinking like these were like adults. Yeah. And then you got there and you're like, holy shit. They're like kids. Yeah, bro. <laughs> these are kids. It's nuts. It's yeah. nuts. It is. It is cool. Uh, it is like weird, I guess, in a way, but like kind of cool to see. Like, I feel like right now we're experiencing that transition of like, or we're probably past it, but that transition of we, we idolized pro athletes. Yeah. And now they're just pro athletes. Yeah. Right. Like you grow up and it's like, you have favorite players and maybe they're not even just a favorite player, but like, you want to be like them. You want to, you want to live like them. You want to play hockey like them. And then out of nowhere, you're just like, you kind of just realize like, wait a minute, these guys are just the same. They just play professional sport. Yeah. Like one of our like best friends who came on the show, John Ang, like he's a pro hockey player. And I picked this guy up and like, he does all the same shit I do. We go and drink together and hang out and play video games and stuff. And I'm like, wait, when, when I go back and I go to work on Monday morning or when I was in school and like, he would call me after practice and I'm like, yo, I have to, I have to fucking do an assignment. Like I have, yeah. a, I have an assignment to do later today or an exam tomorrow and shit. Like I can't play video games with you. Yeah. And I'm realizing like, wait a minute, this guy is just like, he's literally just, just like us. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the same. It's, he just it, plays pro sports. That, and that, that is nuts. And especially, I think like, yeah, like it's less of like an idolizing pro athletes thing now. 
I feel like it'd be weird if you did. Yeah. It's just, you're just like worshiping another grown up, grown man. Yeah. Like, dude, like what the hell? Yeah. That's whack. And you could have, obviously you appreciate, like appreciate greatness. Yeah. You, got, you could like <laughs> yeah. think they're, they're good players and talented and like yeah. have an appreciation of their skill set, but to like be like a diehard fan of somebody now, like it's odd. It's, it is odd. Yeah. We talked about this before, like the age in which like, it's weird to wear another man's name on the on the back of your jersey. Like if you get a leaf <laughs> yeah, game, like yeah, yeah. If you're like a 56 year old man, you don't wear. I don't think it's acceptable to wear like a maybe an un unembroidered blank Leafs jersey. But like, yeah, like yeah, I don't know what what age do you think is like the cutoff point? Like right now, I could still see myself going to a game and wear like a hoodie and a Matthews jersey. Yeah, for sure. I because the thing is, Matthews is older than us. <laughs> yeah, fair. So, but if you're like, I feel like hey, that's. I'd say anything after 20, uh, I'd say late twenties, early thirties, cut it out. Like no more jerseys to the game. No jerseys to games, but like, I think it'd be weird to have like a name. Like you got to wear a blank Jersey. I don't even know. It's a weird thing to say. Cause like jerseys are cool. And it's good. It's good to get like last names. And like, I mean, he does a bunch of like, he's a big man, you supporter. Right. And he's got a bunch of like, where's them on game days and stuff. Um, But I don't know, man. Maybe it's just a personal thing for me. Fair. I think though, like it is kind of funny because I hadn't really thought about that until we we're looking around at the man new jerseys and stuff. Yeah. I feel like soccer is like a different culture. It's still of, like, completely different. Because I didn't I knew nothing about soccer. And then Reed's like talking to me about the intricacies of like yeah. the transfer market and like yeah, how, it's how, really like, cool. The, how passionate the fit like the supporters are. Yeah. And- but like I feel like for soccer supporters, I don't I don't find it as weird if like a grown man is just wearing no, a jersey no, at the game. No. That's I don't just think the so. way it is. I don't think it's so also either. like a t shirt. That's true, right? So it's yeah. like a little bit different of a vibe, but I just don't find it that weird. Whereas if you see like a fifty-year-old man pulling up to a Leafs game in a hoodie and like a Matthews jersey, it's like, dude, I don't you're, find you're a grown-ass man with like an eighteen-year-old kid or twenty-two or whatever. You'll like, the name on the back of your jersey. Like, yeah, like it's, it's less than half your age. I'm not like ridiculing them, but it's also like it's a little strange. Yeah, it is. I just feel like it's a different culture of sport. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's interesting to look at though. Yeah, it is. Like break that down. Yeah, it's kind wow. of cool. And then you get all the suits in the platinum section. Yeah, and like, ha- like half the seats are empty because they're all just like out whining and dining or doing. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know what? On this topic, I have a be better for us. Okay. So uh, let's head into our first segment of the show. Like pretty late on in here, but let's uh, let's run down a uh, be better. Let's do it. Okay, so for my be better, like we're talking about guys wearing jerseys to games and like adults wearing jerseys. My be better is guys who wear jerseys to the game with a suit jacket or a blazer over top. No, man. <laughs> you know those guys that I'm talking about? Yeah. They go to dinner with their wife or like their work colleagues or whatever. And like you go to a nice restaurant, like you're on a you're on a work, work outing, like you've got tickets yeah, yeah. or you're in the box or whatever. And they've got the the dress shirt and like their blazer jacket and like nice pants and shoes and they pull up to the Leafs game and they pull out Superman yeah they pull out their Leafs jersey out of nowhere but on top of that they keep the blazer on top they keep that thing going like strong and they've just got the Leafs jersey underneath and you're like that's weird that's an odd look dude like don't yeah pick one you're either wearing formal be formal yeah if you want to be a diehard see I have more respect for guys who are other dudes names on the back of their jerseys (laughs) than I do for that nonsense (laughs) yeah like like, it's not good man that's that's you pick a side stick with it yeah so that's why i'd be better don't wear don't your... wear a blazer over a gun <laughs> jersey no and it's it's not even like it's something that's uncommon like you go down no, to it's... 
Air Canada Center, Scotiabank Arena now. Yeah. But you just see those guys roaming everywhere, <laughs> no. everywhere. And it's like, dude, that's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Don't do that, please. It's Be not. better. It's not. So yeah, when you grow up, and you're wearing when we grow up too. When we grow up, I swear up, to God, if I see you on, on the TV watching the Leafs like 20 years down the line, you're in the blazer. I'm gonna be looking at you, just shaking my head. I'll send you a text. <laughs> just a picture of me yeah. on the screen, like cheering, yeah. blazer jacket and a Leafs jersey underneath. You're, I'm just gonna get a picture of me, yeah, being like, don't do that. So yeah, everyone out there, <laughs> when you grow up, don't wear your blazers and jerseys to games. Yeah, like really, it's not a you good. Really life. can't do that, man. No. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. it. Don't do it. Okay. I want to continue with some sports here, though. Yes. Some sports talk. Uh, some breaking news for the Raptors. And we'll just stick to, like, Raptors. Um, well, actually, first, I kind of want to talk about the NBA insiders. You know, uh, Woj. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woj, Woj, whatever. And the Woj bomb. Yeah, and then there's yeah. the other guy, Shams. Okay. So, the NBA, I'm pretty sure, has put out a contract with these insiders that they're not supposed to break trade or break draft picks before they happen. If you go on Twitter while the draft is going on, which is comical because this year it was one of the biggest topics like on Twitter while it was happening, is that they word their tweets to get around that that uh like a little stipulation. Yeah. So rather than saying Toronto with the 20 something pick is picking Ryan McGee. They'll say Thank you guys. Toronto is focusing on Ryan McGee. Yeah, okay. Right? And then yeah, it's like, loophole. aka, they're drafting Ryan McGee. Yeah. <laughs> but they're just not saying they're drafting him. Yeah. But these guys were two to three picks ahead of the broadcast. That's nuts. I think it, like, obviously, it's kind of on us and, like, on me. I can just put down my phone and not look at it yeah but i'm scrolling through twitter because i want to see like when the nhl drafts going on people are breaking down the picks and being like oh this guy played here this guy did this here's his point totals here's highlight videos like here's whatever maybe this trade will happen people are speculating like the nhl is kind of cool because you don't know what's going to happen until it actually happens like you may think that some team is going to pick this guy and then boom off the board they go and pick that guy whereas in the nba if you're on twitter you know it's going to happen like 20 minutes before it happens and i think it just ruins the draft like it kind of sucks yeah it's cool if the insiders like kudos to them that you're that on top of it but I, it's I also like yo come no on. no insider is or no insiders in any sport i don't are not like they're not as great as the nba insiders like nba insiders Dude, are a different breed man they are they like really Woj are. puts bob mckenzie to shame Seriously, and Bob is and Bob like is a iconic. Good, yeah, <laughs> Bob is so good at his job. But yeah. Woj, like, dude, this guy must not sleep. Yeah, like Bob will put out he he's getting feelers on something or he thinks something's yeah. gonna happen, yeah. and Woj is just like, this is it. This will happen. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, Here's yeah, dude. Uh, this guy is nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, could you imagine like having his phone for a day? How many sleep. notifications? Like, for, if you if Woj came over to your house tomorrow, and dropped you just handed you his phone. Yeah. By tomorrow, how many? Or by like the at the eight p.m. that night, how yeah. many texts do you think he'd, he'd have? You're honestly easily racking up like five hundred plus, like six hundred. Yeah, like no everybody problem. must be in his ear, and like yeah. the knowing how like some NBA players like work with their burner accounts and whatnot. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like like Kevin Durant's like texting Woj like yo like what's up? <laughs> yeah, what's what's happening? Where do you think this guy's going? Yeah, and Woj is breaking news to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's breaking news to everybody. Yeah, I I agree though, and he's I think nuts. it's like kind of crazy like. I, I want to know where they get that info from because obviously with the draft, like they're not getting that info from the player. Yeah. But when trades or free agency stuff is happening, who's telling them? 
Is it the agent? Is it the know. teams? Is it the player themselves? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if players are texting Woj being like, yo, I'm opting out of my contract. I'm signing here. You know what I mean? And yeah. They're like, they're breaking that news through He's such a solidified him. name. He's a trusted name. Yeah. That like, he's dude he's good yeah he's good he's and he's not putting things out there that are wrong like yeah. i would i would honestly love to go through like his rolodex of oh tweets and shit that he's put out to see like how many of those are wrong because i bet you it's like slim to none it, yeah this guy's probably right on the money every yeah. time or close to every yeah time. yeah it's impressive though but it yeah. sucks when like the draft happens. yeah free agency uh is sick Trade trade deadline sick because you can just rip through there and you're finding out information so fast. But when the draft happens and it's something that you want to watch live in the moment, it kind of just ruins it. Yeah, like it takes away your phone down. Man. Yeah, like I yeah. guess I need to, I need to put my phone down. But yeah, like come on. So yeah, me, maybe I need to be <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. chill and like stop harping on these guys. But yeah, it sucks. Man, uh, yeah, that I was watching like soccer yesterday. Like I said earlier, not a big soccer guy, and like they had these weird interviews. Like, which one thing like I think really doesn't need to happen are like interviews with with coaches and players. Because like, what during the game? During the game, before the game, after the game? Like, if you if you're watching a sport, I'm assuming like you kind of know enough about it to like right. know what's going on. But like, right. they don't really offer like sports interviews. Don't offer anything. I've never seen like a press conference or like a interview with a player or a coach other than getting like funny sound bites out of it yeah i've never really been provided like great value a hockey player's like oh we'll get pucks deep you know we'll <laughs> yeah. go, oh, little shots on net basketball players are like yeah like you just gotta like move the ball around you gotta rebound yeah because yeah. the coach is sitting there like lower body injury like it doesn't it doesn't so right. here's what i'll say i think you're right with the in-game interviews i think they're so irrelevant Pre-game interviews too irrelevant, but you don't like, even get to know. It's not even a personal aspect of it. It's like from what I understand, the majority of players hate them. Yeah, they have to be there. And like the NHL during game interview is the dumbest thing. They ever. get their towel around their they neck. The towel. Th- that's one thing that's cool is the Hockey Night in Canada towel. Yeah. You get to keep that if you get really? to do an interview. You get to keep that Hockey Night cool. Canada uh, towel. So that's cool. Yeah. But that being said, the interview itself waste of time. Like. They're asking them, what do you need to do better in the next period? And the guy literally nine times out of 10 is like, oh, you know, we need to stick to the game plan. Didn't execute that well in the first. We got to come back stronger. Like, you yeah. know, we got to listen to coach. Like, we got to pick our feet up. We got to get win puck battles. We got to get pucks on that. And I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I and think we'll like, be fine. Okay, thanks. Like, I could have inferred that myself. That's what I mean. Because yeah. like, if you know the sport you're watching, even if you don't know the sport, you're going to like, just like listen to that and be like, yo, like wait, that provided me no yeah. additional value. You don't even get a sense of like their personality or there's no personal aspect. Cause like no. half the time they're out of breath, like yeah. huffing and puffing, just drenched <laughs> in sweating. sweat. Yeah. Just sweating. Go to the hockey Canada towel. Like yeah. it's a sweat out of your eyes. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, thanks, man. Like, yeah. there's like, they're kind of bland. They don't want to say anything stupid. And they- coaches give the same responses. Yeah. But there's one I will say, and I only know this because I watched like pretty much every Raps game for like the last three, four, maybe four years, yeah. I guess, is there's an assistant coach on the Raps. And I can't remember his name. He's a Spanish guy. Um, I think he like coaches the Spanish uh, national team. Like national team. He's the only guy I've ever seen that gives an in-game interview and provides good insight. Like he doesn't say we need to win the boards. We need to pass better. We need to do this. He'll literally tell the commentator that's like asking questions of the reporter and be like, we did this wrong. 
we need to change this. We need to go to this game plan. We need to adapt to this game plan. Russell Westbrook is doing this, this, this. We need to do this, this, this to stop him. And it's like, that's, that's cool. That's kind of cool. It's refreshing. You see it, you see it progress onto the court and you're like, whoa, he's, they're doing what he said he was going to do. And it's like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's a different story, but that's such a rare occurrence. A needle in a haystack. That's like, that's what I'm saying. That's the only guy that I can think of that I'm like, oh, that guy gives a good in-game interview. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he should be the lot of the week this week. (laughs) Maybe. I've got to find his name. I'll I'll see. It's like Sergio something, I think. We got to give him the respect he deserves. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll find it. I'll find it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I'm excited for sports to come back. Dude, I'm excited too. for sports to start again. Me start again. too. Um, NBA just around the corner. They announced December 22nd. They're going to start. Pretty pumped about that. Yeah, that's a quick would, turnaround. It is a quick turnaround. But I think like the NHL will be quick to follow. I wouldn't be surprised if they're up like real soon. They're going to announce like when they're going to start. I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm pretty pumped for sports to come back. Watching the NFL is good right now, but it is going to be kind of cool because. We just had an entire world lull of no sports for a yeah, long period of time. And then all of a sudden, just smacked you in the face. And then we just got everything. We had MLB, uh, NBA, NHL, and then it crossed over and football was back on, golf, UFC, like uh, Formula One. It was soccer. It was all back at once. And normally you go through like these phases of, oh, for this month, we have nothing. For the, like this month, we only have one sport, blah, blah, blah. But we're going to get to experience for the first time in like a while of just not really having those lulls. Yeah. Because I feel like it's just going to everything because it got pushed is just going to start to carry over and overlap. And we're just going to get everything back. Yeah. We're going to have it all rolling at once. I, that's an ex- it's going to be an exciting time. And, and yeah. then haven't touched on hockey because it's off season, But Zidane Chara, I heard there's some there's some rumors churning, but potentially Chara joining the Leafs. Shut up. I swear to God, man. I heard it's the like they're on his the Leafs are on his short list, and it's like the Islanders where he like he like was there started for a bit. Um I think he went from the Islanders to, to the Ottawa Sands to, to Boston. Boston. Yeah. yeah. But man, imagine Chara. Where did you hear that? I didn't hear that. I, I, didn't I, that. I saw it. Oh my god, where did I see it? On Instagram. You definitely or saw it on like okay, so I'll tell you this story. It's pretty funny. Um one of my roommates, Tristan Simeone, um, he was notorious. For getting fooled by fake accounts. Okay, I probably, I that's probably. <laughs> I'm me, not bro. saying that what that's what happened. Yeah, but like you, you gotta hear this. <laughs> so he one day like comes in and tells us like, I can't remember specifically what it was, but it was about like a trade the Canucks were making. And one of my roommates is from BC, Hans, um, huge Knox fan comes in and he's like boys like you're never gonna believe this the canucks are making this trade like it's gonna happen they're moving this piece and they're getting all these guys back and like he was so like he's a leafs fan diehard leafs fan but he's telling us and he's so pumped because he's like this i found this news like he's breaking it to us yeah and i was like simmer where did you find this so we like go through and look it's like fake hockey news it was literally the page that posted it was literally called nux memes <laughs> and so for the rest of the time anytime he told us any kind of news or any information we'd be like yeah right summer like you got this from nux memes but like it was just Bro. a constant thing we brought up yeah like, no that's- yeah you got that nux memes like, <laughs> yeah, leaves news like, yeah leaves memes like, yeah, yeah whatever you can't yeah that guy's word is just like in the shitter <laughs> yeah, like, dude, go- how do i trust that's a, yourself that's a tough soak it's gonna take him a while to build that trust back yeah. in, his, in his uh yeah yeah. So we just called them like simmer songs. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like because Spin Chicklets brought that like song because yeah. it's like a song instead of psych. But he would just say something and be like, we called it the simmer song. Yeah. So he'd even Crazy just like news. normal information. He'd be like, yeah, we're going to this bar tonight. 
like, ah, Summer Song. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to Steve, so we're going to Belfort. <laughs> yeah, Summer Song. Nice try, bud. <laughs> Man, yeah, dude. I, I, That's fucking hilarious. Bro. Yeah. Oh, but maybe I could. that could be me. I could be sitting could here be. being a fool and Chara is retiring. I don't know. But I would understand why it would be an attractive destination for him. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I can he's see already he's already done time in Ontario. Like the only reason I think it's like slim possibility or like could be a Knox meme situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is because how much of a rival is the Leafs and the Bruins? Are, yeah, right? but I feel like so, he has nothing. Like, he's already beaten the Leafs. So what he has nothing to like. Yeah, he's not. And now the, the Leafs are like obviously trying to make make a push this season. They made some pretty big signings. Well, I mean, yeah. imagine their team if it was like 2012, oh and they God. had all these guys. Ch- like Chara, Wayne, Simmons, Spezza. Yeah. Uh, who else is like on this list right now? Joe Remember, Thornton. Like, Joe Thornton. Uh, they had Patty Marlowe. Like they picked yeah, up all these guys dude. and you were to run it back to. It would be like a, a fake team. This is like a team I'd put on paper or like I'd, I'd make and, and in the dynasty mode in NHL 06. Yes. Oh my God. Yo, I remember one time I made a dynasty dynasty mode where my team literally had like Aginla, Vinny LeCavalier, St. Louis, Yager, like my D was like Robin Regeer, Jay Bowmeister, Sheldon yeah. Saray, Prime Dion Phaneuf. Yeah, I'm like you just and then, but the funniest things with those would be like at the end of the year, you'd have like ten guys on your team retire. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, oh, shit. I, dude, I did something like that. Like my, my first two lines, I had like Zetterberg, um, I had like Zetterberg, Bergeron, and Marion Gabrick on line one. On line two, I think I had Rick Nash. Um, who, like Rick Nash, Jason Spezza, and some other gross right wing, maybe Ziggy Palfy. I don't know. Okay, yeah. But like it, the team was nasty on yeah. D to Jay Bolmeister, like all these like gross players. And then I like sim the season. I think I had like 15 guys on my squad over 100 points. Oh my <laughs> God, man. I think the lead, the like the league leader had like 215 points. I love that's why I love that game because all the games were like eight seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. Was like, what? Yeah, what? There's this one rookie who came into the league who like his stats were nuts. He was a defenseman who had like 179 points in like 79 games. Yeah, and I'm like, who the hell is this guy out of nowhere? Didn't even have a picture. But then you look at like his. I looked at his size. Like he was like five two, like a buck sixty. And you see him on the ice, and he was the smallest little character zipping around out there. Yeah, like, holy crap! He doesn't get touched. No, ever. dude. Yeah yeah that's so funny and then like you play you know that's funny though if you play like a be a pro and you make a guy like that size you're injured like that's man. all the time it's i started like, i started to be a pro upstairs with my buddy luke and we made sergey puck is in yeah, yeah. Dogs, so we made him and we were like five we were like five eight like buck 70 and then we got absolutely bullied in our first pro season and we ended up missing like 78 games <laughs> oh my, so, and we just simmed the season second i think we we, we like get healthy again right before playoffs, make it past the first round, get dummied again in, in, round, in round two, out for another like 80, 80 days. Or, so we're like, man, like we literally put in like t- two playoff games and like 20 games during the season. Someone like, all right, that's it. Injury's off. Like there's yeah. no way I'm going to be tossed around the ice like a rag. Yeah, I don't want to deal with I that. Got like a 69 overall at that point. Like yeah. I'm trying to develop, man. Yeah, I want to get back. That's what it's all about. I don't want to, like you can't make it too realistic. Yeah. What's the point of doing be a pro if you're not going to play? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, yeah. like, man, I don't care. Like, I don't care if my guy's conks. Like, I bought this game. I want to play it. Yeah, I'm not trying to watch from the press. Yeah, in a yeah. Video game. Eating I do that now. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah. Damn. Give me something. Give me a little. Like, give me a sniff. Like, give me a chance. Yeah. You have no chance. No. Just dummied by Chara, and you're out for the. Your career is just like torn ACL. Like, what's the point of that? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's not it's not it's, it's not good. 
All right. Uh, before we kind of like get to closing, I want to do with this or that. Okay. Because we haven't done a this or that together yeah. in two years. We haven't. We We've done it. these this or that's and I think they're fun, but I kind of want to see where they'll go okay. face to face. All right. So yeah, let's get into our next segment here. This or that. So we got a couple of this or that's lined up. I think it would be fun to do one face face. We haven't yeah. done it, uh, done this in two years. So uh, let's get started. First one here: walk a mile in wet socks. Oh. So they're in your shoes. You yeah, have shoes yeah. on, but your socks are wet. Or have to walk barefoot for the rest of your life. Yeah, for the rest of your life. Man, I'm. Can you take the socks off like at, during like or at your own house, like when you go to bed or something? Yeah, let's say yeah, let's say you can yeah, because I, I I think like the key concept here is the when walking. you're wearing the, okay yeah. walking okay yeah um I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go with the wet uh damn it's really a lose lose situation <laughs> yeah if, if you have the wet socks you're gonna get like pneumonia or so you're gonna get yeah. sick yeah. You're gonna get sick. And like gonna, right now, you go outside in wet socks. Yeah, like you get like trench foot or whatever the hell like they <laughs> yeah. had like in World War One. It's just, yeah. it's just disgusting. Yeah. Um, but also, if you go in bare feet, it's just not a good look. One, number two, you can get like tetanus or step on some glass, like injure yourself. Yeah. Your feet would all be, be all leathery and like calloused. Yeah, cottage feet. Yeah, cottage feet. I like, that's one. The cottage is one thing, though, but like every day. Yeah. And then you come, you'd come home. And you'd have to walk, your house would be a mess. Yeah. I, okay. I'm going to go with wet socks because I think the safety factor. Yeah. And then I'm also going to key in here on like, there's some disgusting situations you could be around that having barefoot would just be so brutal. Like, yeah. Here's one thing boots and hearts. You go to go to the porta potty. Oh. And you have barefoot. God. No. Like, I'd, I oh. would much rather have shoes on and wet socks. I'd rather deal with that. You go to like honestly, all these probably public restroom situations that like, you just want to avoid bare feet. That's not good, right? Like you go to yeah. take a piss at the urinal, like a hockey game or a football. I feel like football game people are just disgusting. Yeah, you go to a football imagine. game and you go to piss and you're like barefoot. That's just, like that's awful. That's you know what I was gonna go barefoot because I was like you said cottage feet. I do that all the time in the summer and like yeah. my feet get like nice and like <laughs> oh yeah, nice and tough. Yeah. So I was like, I'm like maybe I can deal with that. But I didn't really take into I didn't take in the the boots and hard situation. I didn't take in any like really public event. Yeah. Out at a restaurant. Oh yeah. Like wherever. It's just like what the hell? Yeah. So And you can hide the wet socks. You can hide the wet socks. That's the biggest thing. And although I may be sick, it's probably nothing worse than what I'd catch. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'd porta potty at boots and hearts. Yeah, exactly. Damn. So yeah, I'm gonna go wet socks. That would suck though. It would be. That would be so tough, man. Like it's, I would not want to deal with that. No, no, couldn't. But wet socks. Um, okay. Here, I got, I got the next one for okay, you. Yeah. Would you rather all your floors be sticky or all your floors be like ridiculously slippery? Hmm. I'm going to say slippery. I think it would be yeah. fun for it to be slippery. I think so too. You like it would wear on. off a little bit, but mm-hmm. like I think at least you could get some enjoyment out of slippery floors for like a little bit of time. Yeah, it would get old real fast though. 
but sticky, it would just suck from day one. It would suck from day one. You probably ruin every pair of shoes and socks and the bottom of your feet or yes. whatever. It would, and your house is just dirty. Like someone, it's, yeah. like, it's like you're at the greasy like pub wherever you're going and you were walking around to, and you walking just up to the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my God, this is disgusting. And yeah. then you would company come over and they're like, what the hell's on your like maple syrup like covering your floors? Yeah. Whereas like slippery floors, they don't necessarily have to be like wet or covered in anything. No. They could just be like new new, new uh, Brazilian rosewood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it could just be whatever. So you're, yeah. you could still be clean. Yeah. And have slippery floors would be a pain in the ass, but a dirty floors is just not a good look. No. Clean your goddamn floors. Like they, there's no, you've no reason for your floors to be that sticky. Exactly. So exactly. Just, yeah. yeah. I think it's an easy. I think it's an easy slippery floor situation all day long. Yeah. Okay. Sleep three hours every day. Okay. So like that's your maximum. Or be awake 24 hours after every sleep. So you can sleep a normal amount of time, mm-hmm. but you have to be awake for minimum 24 hours after the fact. I'm I'm going with, uh, I love sleep. Like, so I'm going to go be awake 24 hours and okay. get that full night sleep in. So okay. like, if I, if I want to take it like a, a nice 10 hour slumber, yeah, I'll be able to like be productive and like get stuff done the next day for 24 hours straight, knowing I won't even get tired. So then I can go to bed and, and, and sleep that, because three hours isn't and I'd be tired all the time. Or yeah. Is that, or is that assuming you feel completely rested after the three hours? No, I think it's like you, you, you Yeah, you just get the three hours and you're uh, as rested as you would be if you were to just sleep three hours okay. like now. Um, I'm going to go with the three hours. Okay. Uh, I think that... Ah, man. Okay. <laughs> Here's the problem. Like, the way I was just thinking about it is like, if you go to bed at 12 and you wake up at three... Yeah. You're awake for almost 24 hours anyways. Because you can't go to bed until 12 o'clock the next night. That's true. Hmm. Oh, man. I don't really know now. Uh, Okay, you know what? I'm going to stick with the three hours because I think... You'd get used to it. You'd get used to it. And the three hours would turn into a point of like, it would be a good rest. And you'd get up... You're like you don't oversleep. You yeah. never oversleep. <laughs> That's yeah, one thing. You're, you're never the most oversleep. human being on planet Earth. Yeah, you're always like up and buzzing. You just ripping like six coffees a day, yeah. which would probably get to a point of being a problem. But yeah. um, you just crank that out. Couple coffees, and then I feel like you can just get a lot done. Yeah, and you're awake and aware of a lot of things going on in the world that like most people who have like a normal sleep right like what kind of wouldn't be but yeah. that being said like the 24 hours being awake is like like if you go to bed at 12 you wake up at 8 you don't get to go to bed until it would, it would catch 8 a.m yeah I, I'm would, gonna, I, I just don't think three hours of sleep would be enough for me i'm sticking with my answer but you bring up valid points like, i also would, think though the three hours you could get on like a normal routine yeah whereas like, like if you wanted to go to bed you couldn't because you're not allowed to go back to bed until right. after 24 hours right past. right and it would catch up with you like you said wake up at 8 24 hours later and like it would just slowly, slowly build, and it would just push your times yeah. of when you're awake yeah. to be so weird. I'm still, I need that, I need that extra sleep. So I'm glad. I'm still, I would be a wreck. Yeah, I wouldn't even know what day it was, like what year it was. It yeah, was, you'd be all over. I'd the be map. so out of it. <laughs> yeah, but need that beauty sleep. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Last one. You want right, to give me? Last one. Would you rather have your eyes too <laughs> close together or too far apart? <laughs> oh man. Um. <laughs> like, what? That's, that's so tough like 
you either way you look fucked up you look like uh you know that disney show the weekenders yeah you know the character like, tino tonatini has his like his eyes are like so far apart yeah you're like sid the sloth yeah my sage. yeah yeah you could be like talking with somebody like just like you and i right now and like i'd be like a hammerhead shark <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't even know what's in front of me yeah you can't like see anything if somebody puts something like right in front of your nose you can't see it your eyes are just too far nah ah, man like i don't know because the thing is i feel like if your eyes are too close together it just looks so whack i feel feel like your face would just like i already have a small like dome but i think like when my eyes were close together like you have your facial features all like in the very center of your face and it might be looking smaller. It would just like obviously having your eyes far apart wouldn't look normal. Like it would look weird as hell. But I think it's more. It's more like it's less not frowned upon because I was just like I, I'm sorry all the people out there with like really far apart eyes, uh, yeah. all close together eyes. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect. A little bit, but like I think it's better. I think it's maybe like more att- not attractive, more more normalized to have further apart eyes and really close. I see it more commonly. I'd say. Yeah, I would agree. So I'm going to, I'm going to far apart. Yeah. Even I have though hide and seek is how to stand right in front of me. Yeah. 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 No, like it's either one is tough. Option. Yeah, it, it is tough. You got to go with the far apart eyes though. Yeah. You got to, I don't, I don't see a way around it. No. There's, there's two close together. is just silly then. It is. <laughs> it really is. Okay. Well, that about wraps it up. We got one more thing to hand out here. Yeah, I, we, uh, do. we do. The whole reason I kind of ended up out here was I was doing the, uh, crank lad of the week give outs so i went and saw the boys in london went and uh dropped off the prize packs came here to drop off yeah. the case to you and drop off some of the merch and we have a crank lad of the week to hand out we do so mcgee do you have a crank lad of the week for us all right so this one goes to another og lad we've we've given it to benny oc in the past for giving us all these like segments and stuff and just yeah. being a, having all the boys over in the backyard just always being a consistently good lad yeah this week it goes to another og lad my longtime buddy scotty wyatt he came up this weekend he just said yeah hey man like i'm gonna come up and hang out with you i'm like oh it's dope like i always like friends who reach out and like come and like hey yeah, that's cool right yeah he comes over not only does he he just come over because he just wants to spend time with the guys he comes over and takes us all out to get groceries. One, he's like, yeah, I'll take you all out to dinner. And he wanted to buy everybody dinner at a restaurant. Really? Yeah. But unfortunately, like the, the restriction due to COVID was like four people oh. for a reso. And we had five. So we're like, well, can't do that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's no problem. No problem. He comes over, takes us all out grocery shopping, buys the whole like grocery, uh, the stuff we needed. Yeah. And makes all the guys tacos. Wow. What a good Dude, guy. Dude, that's man. a huge He comes man. over, makes all the boys tacos before we start drinking. So Scotty Wyatt. Crank lad of the week. Cheers, man. That's cheers. Yeah, it's pretty that's pretty good. That's a good one, man. Yeah. Have, you come up here and buy dinner. Like right? obviously, like didn't go to a restaurant and buy the boys center, but buying dinner and like doing that, like and that's pretty too, like, Yeah, he made even, it too. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's like slaving away in the kitchen. We're just like kind of drinking and hanging out. And this dude's like, Oh no, no, man, I love to cook. Like it's no no problem at all. Wow. So that's like, a huge lad yeah, move. Huge lad move. I don't waste Scotty. Yeah. So there you go. There's our crank lad of the week. It's a shame because he was just up here. You just delivered the goods. Yeah, I know. Just so, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. You will, you will be getting your crank prize. Yeah, back. don't worry about it. But yeah, McGee, that does it for episode 58. What an episode, man. I'm Dude. so pumped to get to come out here. I know, this. Like, I know. The reunion, the first time back. Like, of course, fitting like a little snowstorm action. Yep. Uh, 
again we're sitting in a basement yeah like it's, just it's a full circle really really brings it back Dude, to day it one it's a it's good to see your face yeah man. like man, I, I, I keep looking at you on the screen yeah, i do i haven't seen you in literally a long time probably well since, i saw you in the summer in the for summer, canada day summer, yeah. but yeah um but like haven't recorded an in-person app in two years no. it was long overdue yes. so i think that deserves a cheers yes some crank light oh my god this is my first time trying crank yeah you got to give it a review yeah, here let I us will, know what you I think will. i had it on one of the episodes last week two weeks ago maybe that's a damn good beer it is good man it's refreshing it's refreshing it's it's so light yeah and it's like they're, they're not kidding yet it's like it's very crankable yes it's like you can drink crankable. a lot of these you it's you can, consume alcohol responsibly yes however they are extremely crankable yeah it's a good beer it is a good beer man it's cheapest beer or six pack in the beer store yeah and you really can't go wrong it's like a it tastes like a better bud light it really it does actually it's a yeah better, that's a good it's a better that's a good bud comparison light. yeah so you can find Crank in uh, beer stores. I know you can find them in Toronto, at uh, Hamilton. There's They're in two beer stores here in Laurier, two in London, uh, out in Kingston, uh, Oakville. Yep. I think I said Toronto already, but like you can, they're getting into more and more beer stores as they go along. Head out to the beer store, pick up your Crank, uh, Crank Light but, cases. It's a good beer. Like if you're going to go- I'm not even lying. I'm not, I'm, it's not even just plugging it to the plug. It's my first time drawing it. Yeah. It's, it's like good, if you're gonna man. go and be like oh i'm gonna get bud light or coors light or something just get crank instead save the money for like a better product it's cheaper and it's just as good if not better yeah. like it's i would honestly put it above them and mixing in the price factor great it's like cool it's great it works well. it is a nice looking can like you walk around with this sleek black look like black can nice little hockey pants stripe down yeah, the side yeah. and then the back is pretty funny like the ability to transform the body into a well-oiled machine that produces maximum torque this will do that to you yeah it Get will a few of these and you're invincible yeah all right mcgee oh dude it's episode been an absolute 58. pleasure episode f- uh, episode 58 yeah it was a big one it was what an episode it dude, was. it's good to have you here at my house in waterloo it's, yeah it's good to see your face it's, again. it's cool to see the place I, right reads walk-in closet man this gives me anxiety <laughs> Christ. well i think uh that deserves a nice cheers cheers buddy all right you know the drill catch us next episode same time same place same monsters cheers lads and ladettes cheers